Good morning, saints. You know, this is nothing planned or it's just some thoughts came to me during the meeting. And I think the Lord is speaking to us all in different ways this morning. I was looking at three things mentioned this morning. <clears throat> okay, and me, okay. We will focus on three main words I could gather. Look, watch, and gaze. I'll just grab it too loud. thinking of yeah, we're thinking of three words this morning the word look the word gaze and the word watch they were all mentioned in our meeting this morning in different circumstances we're going to look at the look first very briefly as our brother mentioned in his prayer that look that men melted Peter. And that's found in Luke 22. And I turn to Luke 22 and recall what was going on there. I'm not going to read everything. Luke 22. I'm really focusing on verse 61, but we'll read a few verses before that. The situation was when Peter denied the Lord. And recall the Lord has told Peter that within the, the cock crows three times and he will deny him. And here we have in verse 60 in Luke 22. And Peter said, Man, I know not what you say. And immediately while he spoke, the cock crew. And the Lord turned and looked upon Peter. And Peter remembered the words of the Lord. Though he had said unto him, Before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me three times. Let's look at the look a little bit. What did Peter see when he looked into the face of Jesus and saw that Jesus was looking directly at him and knowing what he had just done? That look brought back a conversation, a memory, a reality confirmation those three things were all in and more of course was in that very look when he looked in the face of Jesus and he saw that he realized what he had done and of course I, no one can tell how bad he felt knowing his commitment while the Lord was here and just because 
things changed a bit. You know, the Lord was being crucified, and of course, everyone who would be following the Lord would be in danger of persecution. So he's defending himself, trying to protect himself by denying, okay, I don't, I'm not associated with this, so please don't punish me. That was his attitude. And now we saw what happened after. And Peter went out and wept bitterly because he felt it deeply what he had done. That look between the Lord and himself was enough for him to be reminded of the person, his power, and his love. I'm going to go over to the watch. And for that, I think that's in Matthew, where it says, and looking, and sitting down, they watched him there. As I said, this was not a prepared thing. Um, there were just thoughts that came to me. Thank you. Matthew 27, 36. All right. I read from verse 35. Matthew 27, 35, and 36. And they crucified him and parted his garment, casting lots, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet. They parted my garments among them, and upon my vesture they did cast lots. And sitting down, they watched him there. So here, again, the Lord was the center of attraction, as it were, but for the wrong reasons. These were the soldiers who just crucified our Lord and they had him on the cross and they were watching they sat okay our work is done we got you know the victory let's watch him and die watch him die on the cross they watched him to make sure he actually dies but there was they were watching what are they watching what are they what were, they were fearful no doubt in their minds, they were going through a lot of different things. Is he going to come from the cross? Is he going to destroy us? Is he Things like those. They were just watching. Some were watching in mockery. This is the king of the Jews. Look at him. This is some of the thoughts that were going through their head. They watched him. But either way, the Lord had the focus. He was the center of that focus. They were watching him. This morning we also sang about the gaze, our gaze on the Lord. Now there's differences in looking, watching, and gazing. You look, yes, but it's not a constant. There are other things also which sometimes comes into focus. 
you watch, you have anticipation. Something gonna happen. We're looking for something to happen. We don't know what exactly, but something's gonna happen. And then there's a gaze. If I could categorize these three, looking means you look and then you look away. You're not all focused as much as you should be. But, you know, there are times when you might look away to something else. Then you have watch, where you look with anticipation. You don't know what's going to happen either. But then there comes the gaze. And this is the believer's position here. This is where we should be, gazing. Once you're gazing on an object or someone, nothing else matters. You, you can run, if you're driving and you're gazing, you could run into the car behind, in front of you, if it stops, because you wouldn't see, because you're gazing at something. That means you're focused and nothing else matters at the time. This is where we should be as believers. As we look on the Lord, we watch, we gaze. Believers watch also. They all can be applied to believers. We, we look, we, are, we appreciate what we see, we watch for things not to happen or things that are going to happen. We also should be gazing. This is where we should be, where nothing else will take our focus. So this morning as we look, what did we see? We watch, what did we observe? And as we're gazing, what is our anticipation? What are we beholding as we gaze? These are the things we should be gazing on when we gaze on the Lord. I think we should see the love he has for us. We could see mercy and grace, anticipation and hope. We should see eternal future. We're gazing on the Lord in glory right now because that's where he is. He's there, seated at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for us. And that's where we're looking at him. Stephen could get a glimpse into glory, and he saw the Lord with open arms, ready to receive him. He was this close to being stoned to death. He was as close as ever to death. And what was his focus? He was looking to the heavens, and he saw Behold, the Lord was there. How encouraged he must have been, knowing that all around him is chaos. But yet he one look at the Lord, and he could see peace. He could see anticipation. And he could see fulfillment. Because the Lord has promised us all these things. So this morning as we look and we gaze, I hope and trust that we saw the mercy of God, the grace of God, the love of God in the face of Jesus. Because this is what he opens up for us when he came from the heavens, came from glory, and unto glory he returned. He brought to us the love of the Father, because nobody else could know 
The Lord Jesus came and he revealed all of this to us while he was here. It's just a pity that he had to go through all that trauma and humiliation just to show us the love of the Father. That was his goal. The heart of God is love. Mercy was brought down because we deserve nothing. We were condemned to death. Anything we have received, we would have deserved. But the love that Lord Jesus had and has for us will cause him to come down and share the Father's heart. Show us that there's another way, there's another appreciation, another level of appreciation we can have for, the, for God and himself. So this morning, it was a joy and blessing to my own heart to even think of these, there are visionaries. Look, gaze, and watch. You need vision for that. And this is what the Lord will show us this morning. His love, His mercy, His grace. I trust that as we go through this week, uh, we would seek to focus on Him a little more. Even more than we did last week. Because the time is drawing near when he shall come and receive us. He's in the glory as we gazed on him in the glory. Our hearts should be in deep worship and we should bow down before him in praise and honor because he surely deserves all our praise, all our worship as we can give. I trust that these few words might find our hearts joyful and encouraged as we anticipate his coming again. Have a blessed day and Lord bless you all. Amen.